0: what's up guys you are locked into the power of she here on sin with myself jenna and my lovely special guest today say hello hi i'm carissa hello Hello. thanks for having me jenna you are so welcome for the people listening at home this is the show that is all about creating a platform for the celebration of the wonderful work of women and i have a wonderful woman with me today but we're also going to have some chats as well as play you the tracks by all female artists let the people know let the people know yeah. who are you and what do you do uh, i do comedy i do stand-up comedy hopefully i'll be able to chat to you today about how you got into comedy how you had the confidence to get into comedy and what it was like kind of stepping into that space which is not unfortunately it's not heavily female dominated no and it's quite it's it's quite a a big space to get yourself into to kind of have the courage to step up and be like oh I want
1: I, th- I think I'm pretty funny
0: to be honest so yeah
1: it's very narcissistic to be like <laughs> I'm amazing I'm gonna try it and then yeah, you get a you get a yeah. reality check. What I was saying to you
0: off air before we started that last season we had a wonderful episode with Ali and Larice who we found out that you also have a connection to my co-worker
1: too. how nice yeah, is that yeah small
0: world well we're gonna link the episodes together because. If in that episode, I spoke to those girls about passion projects, uh, side hustles, and and we realised, you know what? Like that's that's good advice, but it's not quite that easy for everyone. It, it does take a lot of confidence. Everyone has comes across certain insecurities or setbacks. So hopefully, we will be able to discuss your experience with. <laughs> those things and making the most of them that would be the tone of the episode anyway but we're gonna jump into another track right now we have a local lady with three times 11 it's alpha mama let us know what you think on the socials at the power of she stay tuned yeah No more, na, 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 na. What's up, guys? We are here today, kirissa to chat about your life. Oh, just life in general. Fascinating. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but to chat more about kind of your ventures growing up, how you got to the space that you're at, because you mentioned earlier that you think you're pretty funny. That you uh, are pretty funny. <laughs>
1: it depends on the night.
0: Like, honestly, yeah, stand-up
1: yeah. comedy is such a gamble. <laughs> yeah. But how
0: you got into comedy, how you had the confidence to step into that space, because I know that for a lot of young women listening, that that's kind of a big issue for them. We said earlier that we spoke about this episode where we were so hyped and we were so excited, like, yep, yeah, go do this, go do whatever you want. Now's the time, just go, get a side hustle. And then we
1: realised that not everyone has that kind of yeah, confidence. it's hard to sustain that like like boss mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: kind of, I just want to talk to you about your time growing up as a young woman. Kind of before we get to comedy. Yeah. What What were the the formative years that maybe led you there, or kind of guided you towards getting
1: there? <laughs> the, all the mistakes that led there. Ooh, oh, go on if, if you will. <laughs> well, I feel like I don't know. I feel like when you go to school, right? There's like a there's a few options. They're like, oh, you could be a doctor or a lawyer, or like it's very academic. Yeah focused um but i think i always i don't know did you know like i feel like when i was younger i sort of had had an inkling that i wanted to do entertainment or do performing arts but i sort of pushed that in the back of my brain i was like yeah yeah i sort of i don't know i was a little bit lost i sort of wanted to do so many things i wanted to do like journalism at one point i wanted to be a zoologist which is so funny because i'm Like I'm terrified of reptiles I could never do that Um, but it wasn't until like year 12 I remember asking my careers counsellor I had a meeting with her um, and she was like oh what do you want to do and I was like you know what I kind of want to do comedy and I remember seeing Dave Chappelle Did you say that's a joke? (laughs) Pretty much she was like that's a joke but you should go do it Um, because I saw Dave Chappelle that year when I was in year 12 and I just was like mesmerized by him. And I thought he was just the best thing ever. So I remember going into that careers council meeting being like, I actually want to try stand up. And she was like, oh, no, no, <suss CAD> oh, no, 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 no no, <laughs> no, 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 child. And so she sort of talked me out of it and I was like, OK, well, that's done. And like that dream's over. Um, and then I went to go study theater at university and I was like, this is not what I want to do. Um, but through theater, I found improv, which was really fun. So I tried that and I loved it. And I had a really encouraging tutor who was just like, you know what, why don't you try stand-up? So that's sort of how I got into it. But for a long time, it was I pushed that at the back of my mind because I was like, that's not a real job.
0: You didn't really see it as like a
1: feasible avenue that you could go down. Well, yeah. I was just like, how do people do that for a living? How do you make money off that? Because I think you just think that typical nine-to-five job, like that's the only thing you could really pursue. And you can't really make a career out of wanting to do something that's such a pipe dream. But... I don't know. If I think, think with comedy as well,
0: uh, there's no direct line into it. No. Which I think is quite difficult for young people wanting to pursue something like that. It does take that level of confidence Yeah. to kind of be like, okay, I can't quite see directly how you get into that, but I'm going to find out. I'll try mm-hmm. this. I'll try that. And it is kind of like, some of us really don't have that. We yeah. don't have that kind of confidence or just that kind of switch within us to be able to have faith in what we do Yeah, to find out how you get into that cause I don't even know if
1: it's faith, it's just more like curiosity, yeah, like I'm just yeah. so curious about the world and just how things work I'm like oh I wonder how that, how you do that, because there's no course that you yeah. can really take, there's no book that you can really read it's more just you learn as you go mm-hmm. and there's so many things that I think because no one in my family does comedy it's such a removed thing like you know my dad's like a dentist my brother he does law so it's just so no one knows how to sort you of relate to it you break the
0: mold yeah
1: a little bit
0: yeah but um, that's good though that's, yeah that's good to have that creativity because that's definitely something that I really want to ask you about is about kind of creating space for that as a young woman I don't think we have that A lot of us, it's hard for us to have that confidence like we're talking about and to have the curiosity uh, and belief in our levels of creativity and what we are able to create because I think that a lot of people shy away and shy into like oh just do nine to five it's fine it's
1: cool yeah I think sometimes people I think through talk talking through friends and stuff I just I realize that people sort of settle for what's comfortable yeah and I just I know that like if I uh, I don't know if I have a thought in my head like oh I wonder what's what that's like if I don't try I'm gonna hate myself for the next few years and just it'll Uh be like burning in the back of my mind like what's what that's like and I remember even chatting to somebody who works in comedy. He's a, a manager, um, and he works for a really prestigious management, but he was like, you know, if you don't try it, you're going to hate yourself for the rest of your life. Cause yeah. it's that thing of, you know, once you have that little spark in your brain and you don't pursue it, you're just going to end up hating yourself. But I find that a lot of people, you know, and I, and I think sort of like through school and stuff, they discourage you from pursuing anything in entertainment or anything that's like non-conventional. Mm, mm. Um but yeah it's just curiosity over anything and um, yeah
0: you mentioned you know Dave Chappelle there. you mentioned having a male mentor talk to you and say give it a go yeah. what about any females in this space like when you were growing up kind of toying with this idea of comedy looking at comedy as something that you potentially wanted to pursue were there any kind of females out there that were able to offer you any sort of support or that you were able to look up to at all
1: Oh, God. I don't know if, like, specifically when it comes to just, like, when it comes to comedy, but just in general, I feel like I've always been surrounded by just strong women. Um, And I remember my mum talk like, telling me from an early age, like, don't ever rely on other people, like, you know, just work hard, play hard, and that was just instilled from a very young age. So I think just my friends in general, my aunt is another very strong woman. So even though they didn't sort of give me advice when it came to comedy, they were just very, like no you know just work hard play hard and just do the work and I feel like if I they just looking at them and seeing the work ethic that they had and how hard they like my mum was the first to sort of she was the first to go to uh university in her family let alone like graduate high school so I feel like seeing that yeah it was very cool so I think that just motivated me to whatever it is I wanted to do even before I wanted to do stand-up um I just looked at that and was like that but it ins- inspo gives you it motivated me yeah yeah so she sort of broke ground in her family and you know didn't care and just did what she wanted they actually discouraged her they were like oh are you sure you don't want to be a receptionist and she was like no but yeah just seeing her work ethic and just just in my family I've always been surrounded by very strong females that's always just given me the motivation to work hard cool yeah Cool. So
0: they were definitely very important for you. Was it kind of daunting at all to step into this space? Because there aren't a lot of females. Obviously, I'm more familiar with comedians in the UK. And we Who spoke a little like? bit. Who are your favourites? Oh, I like Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ryan. But She's, she's she She lives in the UK, but she's obviously not from the yeah, UK. Yeah, she does a lot of work, yeah. I, I like, there's a lot of like, guys that I like that do comedy. Did you see James A. Caster at the no, Comedy I I didn't
1: I was I didn't see him either and I'm so disappointed because apparently uh, he was fantastic. I went to
0: see Jamali Maddox. Good? He yeah. was he was really funny to be yeah. fair. And he's from the UK, but I kind of need to I need to branch out yeah. and see a few more Australian comedy. UK comedians. so funny. They're it just, is.
1: they raise the bar. I love them. It is, but hopefully, yeah. you know, Australian comedy can give it a run. No, we've got money. some great talent here as well, but it's I love that the comedy fest, like we've got so much UK talent coming over. Yeah. And it's just oh, people it's coming the best. all the way out here. know.
0: No, no, but no. With, without those kind of major role models within comedy itself what was it like for you after you would kind of decided that you want to give stand up a go you know a lot of us when we step into creative spaces we kind of at least see a figure or we see someone who's a, a mentor to us or someone who gives us the inspiration to step that way or mm. at least shows <laughs> us that we can get there kind of thing. Mm. But for you wanting to step into comedy, you said that your parents were, that your your mom and being surrounded by really strong women was important for you.
1: Yeah. And I guess I I didn't really have anyone to look up to yeah, in the comedy because I, I didn't ask, know yeah. anyone. Yeah. What but was I it think- like? It was a little bit daunting because I had no sort of reference, I guess. But I remember, I guess, in the comedy world, I remember watching Trainwreck. And I know Amy Schumer's (laughs) a bit of a polarising figure and she has had a bit of backlash recently. But I'll always have a special place for her in my heart. Um, Because I remember watching Trainwreck and it was, I think it was like maybe second year of uni. No, no, first. No, I must have been, God, I must have been 18 or 19. I can't remember. Anyway, I'm dating myself. But I remember watching Trainwreck and I was just like, oh my God, like she's written this film she does her own stand-up i remember going back and listening to her interview on howard stern and i think that was just sort of the catalyst in yeah. pushing me to do stand-up because i couldn't get that film out of my mind and i was like oh, she's just the best and yeah um but yeah i think that was sort of breaking point for me
0: Oh. Yeah. We yeah. will get on to some more questions. <laughs> but for now, we are going to jump into another track. You guys just listened to Sugar Don't Be Sweet by Jazz Karis. And up next, we have Free Room by Raven Lane. You guys are locked in to the power of she. eyes you think you shake in a room full of
1: all the hope and taste
0: there with know myself and before that you guys heard poison apple by the amazing ali we love her we enjoyed that <laughs> did we not she's gonna hate you for playing she's gonna hate me it. but love me at the same it. time you can't have friends that make amazing music, music and, then not and not celebrate play it. them exactly. she's a fantastic female so she fits in nicely yeah you guys are locked into the power of she with myself, Jenna and Carissa. Yes. Say hello. hello. Come hello. through. <laughs> Come through. We are talking today about your adventures in the world of comedy, stepping into that space. Yes. And, you know, just finding the confidence within your own talent and abilities as a young woman. Because, as we were saying, it's very easy for us all to hype each other. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, you can go do that if you want to. But you can do this.
1: But yeah, like actually it take when you're when you alone. Yeah, you can read a lot of self help books and yeah. then when you're when you're out when you have to step out in the world and actually apply that, you're like uh what? Yeah. I, um who am I? I don't know. <laughs> Help.
0: When you don't have your friends to hype me, me up. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit different it's and you're daunting. like, "Oh, oh, okay." Yeah. So, we spoke a little bit earlier about you getting into comedy and, you know, being inspired to enter that space and the difficulties that you kind of faced being told that that wasn't a legitimate route to come back to like the, you know, this concept of like insecurities and combating those insecurities and stuff like that I just kind of wanted to talk to you about what it was like after you'd made that commitment after you'd mm-hmm. been like okay this is what I want to do I feel like if once once young women get that far it's the next bit it's the next step that yeah it's like it's quite once hard to that navigate decision, yeah. yeah so what was kind of your route after after you'd like I say after you'd decided stand-up is
1: for me I want to do comedy yeah What came next? Like, where where do we go from there? Oh, I mean, yeah, I just started doing open mics, and that was just truly terrifying (laughs) because you just, you sign up, you're in these, like, pubs with these older comics, and you're this, you know, 12 o'clock, like, 20-year-old who's trying stand-up, and it is really daunting, and I honestly, like, I don't know, the first time I ever tried stand-up, I went with one of my best friends who (laughs) was so supportive, and I got up and no one laughed. Oh no. Nice. And I got off and I was like, what did I? Was that a bad dream? Like, I don't. It was just so terrifying. But you know what? I stuck at it and I tried it a few more times. And I think I also loved it because it was so difficult. And yeah. I had always done, I'd done like theatre productions. I've done improv, which is very much like you're so reliant on other people and a team. But I feel like there's nothing more vulnerable than being just there, standing there with a mic and just an audience ready to tear you to shreds. Um, but I think that's sort of what the appeal was, like, it was just so difficult. But after I tried it a few more times, it got a little bit better, a little bit better. But honestly, like, every gig that I do, I feel like is so scary and I'm still, it's like once I'm on stage, I'm okay. But that build up of getting on stage, I really struggle with and I have really bad performance anxiety. Even to this day. I mean, it's fine once I'm on stage, it's okay. Mm. But I feel like if I'm ever in, like, foreign territory, like, if I'm in a new place, a place that I don't know, people that I don't know, I can get really... It's really nerve wracking. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's sort of, I just have to take it day by day, otherwise, it's just so overwhelming. This notion of trying to entertain like a bunch of strangers.
0: That seems so strange. But- so even. After doing yeah. Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney yeah. Comedy Festival as well, I
1: still crap myself. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're getting the real hard truth here on the yeah. parachute. The real, the real yeah. facts behind the scenes. And that's the thing about comedy: you have to be on stage and pretend to be like I'm so confident. And um, you're it's like a weird there's a weird dichotomy of either you're really confident and you're real like sassy or you're really adorably awkward. There's yeah. no middle ground um, usually. Um, but yeah, it's just it's complete fake confidence. How do
0: you kind of create that? And how do you deal with that insecurity? Because like I say, after securing yourself some incredible, incredible gigs, getting yourself into really huge spaces, surely you should, that should give you some comfort to know, okay, I am all right. But it's really interesting to hear that you still have those insecurities. And how do
1: you kind of combat those? I think like the more you do it, like the more experience you get, the more confident you become, over time, that's why it takes years and years to be really good at stand up. No one's good at stand up stand up straight off the bat. It's very rare. Um, but yeah, just doing it, just doing it religiously, and the more experience you gain. And I mean, during Comedy Fest, you're doing a show every night, so it's sort of easier to get into that rhythm. And you know, doing a show, like doing a gig after the show, and just doing it a lot, you gain a lot of um, confidence, or you just know you're in that rhythm, so you're not even thinking about it. Um, But, yeah, even doing, like, little random five-minute spots here and there at random places at these random gigs, it is pretty nerve-wracking. But I try try to sort of disassociate and not think about it because usually if I overthink it, that's just a pathway to anxiety and it just really... It stresses like, you out. We're all overthinking queens. Everyone,
0: oh, yeah. anyone, like who says they don't overthink no. these kind of situations? When
1: people are like, I don't like. Oh, like I'm so like I just don't really suffer from anxiety. I don't really think about it. I'm like, that's great. I can't relate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Who for is you? this alien? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just just pretending. Just. I think you're you're so
0: right, though. That kind of anxiety is something that a lot of young women face because I feel, unfortunately, it is very daunting, like we said, to step into these spaces and to put yourself out there to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do this open mic and in this creative industry as well you have to be prepared to work a lot for free yeah and you have to put
1: really put yourself it's out okay there a because lot. there's exposure so it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. you're like great can exposure pay for my rent no no yeah, yeah. no it cannot. it's so fine jenna you'll just get some exposure <laughs> does it pay though no but you're like it's exposure like, yeah. i'm hungry oh that God. is so true But yeah, it's difficult to
0: put yourself out there, to push yourself to join these platforms and to enter these spaces kind of thing. So that I think that this anxiety and this insecurity is such a prominent thing for young women. And, you know, you spoke there about how you kind of tried to combat that by literally just going out and you you knew it was uncomfortable.
1: Oh, yeah. You knew that, like, you
0: said you liked it
1: because
0: it was difficult. It's so
1: tricky, yeah. It's, like, the hardest thing I've ever done. I think that's why I love it because when you do well, you're like, oh, that's such a good feeling because you know how. It's sort of like riding a mechanical bull. It's just, (laughs) it's honestly what I, that's my comparison when it comes to stand-up because it's so tricky and it's, yeah, there's no rules or there's no, correct format it's sort of yeah. just trial and error maybe and that's, that's what like I love.
0: a really good way to look at it though but if there are young women out there who are kind of i'm not gonna say disheartened but are put off by things that they think are too difficult or they think are aren't easy for them to access maybe by like owning that kind of anxiety yeah or owning what scares channeling, you channeling yeah that energy like something. not to come with a super cheesy ass quote yeah but i remember oh yes i love it i love
1: a good <laughs> inspirational <laughs> quote But it it uh, yeah it Thanks. was gandhi that once said <laughs> anonymous <laughs> i read a quote once that was everything
0: you want is on the other side of fear and oh. As corny as that is, I feel like it's actually so
1: true. Do you know what? I'm all for a corny quote. Yeah. Yeah,
0: But I think that's so right. In terms of looking at that attitude of owning what scares you and really pushing yourself, maybe that's kind of, that seems to be evident in your story and in your experience that you were really just like, yes, this is scary. Yes, this is very difficult. But what I'm going to do with that. Is you know push myself to do it more? Yeah, because like you say, you got that kind of feeling where you're like, oh, like you're being. It's a catch twenty two. It's
1: like it's scary, but the only way you're gonna get better is the more you do it. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's a difficult sort of concept to grasp. Like the thing that scares me, I have to do it so much that I don't even think about it, and it just becomes, yeah, it just become. I don't even have to, yeah, don't even have to think about it. That I just do it. Um. And yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, wanting to do something where it's so scary, but it's like yeah, the more you do it, the better. It's like a muscle you have to train mm. it over time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we spoke about your first time, you know, doing an open mic there. But I feel like we've got <laughs> a little bit of space. I if don't there's wanna- footage of that open
1: mic anywhere, I will burn <laughs> it. <laughs> I think my friend filmed <sighs> it. But Delete it. <laughs>
0: I don't want to be, you know, selling people a dream here. They can go just from open mic to doing Melbourne Comedy Festival. Obviously, we have some space in between. What kind of happened in that middle ground in between, you know, stepping up and doing your first gig? You said that you gave these open mics a go and that you did a lot of them to get over that kind of insecurity and the anxiety that you had surrounding stepping into that space. But what was your next kind of route after you'd kind of tasted the, the fruit, and you were like, this is I quite tasted nice. tasted the,
1: uh, this is quite nice, forbidden after fruit. After you dipped the toe in, after you dabbled. <laughs> I dipped the toe in the spa, and I was like, ooh, very lovely. <laughs> Gonna go for a dive. Um, not what in the spa, next? though. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> um, <laughs> very dangerous. Um, what came next? So I did, um, everyone said to me, I don't know if you've heard of Raw Comedy, that no. sort of like where everyone, <laughs> where everyone gets their every not every but a lot of big comedians get their start. They go on this. Um, it's like a, it's a, a, a nationwide competition, open mic competition that oh, you do. Cool. Um, it's not a happy story, so don't <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. This, this isn't a one. This but this isn't is a- what we
0: need. We need this kind of realness because, like I say, you can read. Well, like you say, you can read all the self-help okay. books. You can read all the fantastic yeah. success stories. But unfortunately, that is not the way the cookie crumbles Doesn't for everyone. Why it's a bit messy. So I appreciate the realism. I really do. Well, this is real
1: realism for you. But it's. um, I was really excited to do Royal comedy because it was just this. Yeah, open mic competition where a lot of big comedians get their start and they go on to do, you know, big things and they go on to do the comedy fest. Uh, so I went up. I was so nervous because I feel like anytime, I don't know if you have this, but anytime you feel like if you're competing with someone or there's pressure to deliver or there's this expectation um, and you sort of have to perform under pressure, I just crumble or yeah. I just wasn't used to sort of, I wasn't used to competing with people in a stand up comedy realm i just was like yeah this is so weird. it's
0: kind of very individual you're like yeah. you say you've done theater and an improv and that's when you're surrounded by other people yeah. that's when you rely on you've other got people a team, so i speak. think stand up really kind of appeals or scares some people yeah because you're on your own and because exactly. it's just you
1: And it's so individual, like what you find funny is going to – it differs from what somebody else finds funny. So just the concept alone, I'm like, that's so weird that we're competing with one another when we're all such – we're all quite different. We're not really variations on a thing. We're all – Anyway, everyone was amazing that day. I got up, grabbed my mic. It broke. Oh wow. <laughs> so the cord like oh, that's fell a good out. Great star. so, like, start. Great start. And it would been it would have been such a great story if I was like the mic broke, I was stressed out, but you know what? I conquered. I soared. Like I you know, I passed with flying colors. I won the competition, but the mic broke. And I was like, "Oh my god. Like what do I do? I'm so freaked like I'm freaking out." And I tried to like plug it in and it wasn't working quite well. So for the first like minute and a half, you can't really hear what I'm saying. And then I sort of like, I sort of, um, you know, gathered my thoughts and was able to start making people laugh. And it was okay in the end but got knocked out in like the first like round, didn't make it through. And I was like, okay, this is a bye-bye dream. Um, <laughs> I'm going down with the sinking ship. Um, so that happened, and I was like, oh, my God, this huge thing that's been built up in my mind, what all these great stand-up comedians do, I've been knocked out in the first round. How do I go on to do stand-up comedy? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing open mics. I'm going to keep just getting better and better. And I decided to write my very first show, which was last year for Melbourne Comedy Fest. So I did that, and I had like such a great time. It was, it was a very stressful month. There were there were a lot of highs and lows, but I was at the um, at the Greek Centre in the city doing my own show, and it was so much fun. I feel like if I didn't sort of if I'm just sort of waiting for this opportunity for somebody to give me being like you're good, you can go off and do this now, or give me this permission to go off and do my own thing. Um, I feel like if I was waiting for that, I never would have pushed myself to write my own show. So sometimes it's like you've just got to create your own opportunities. Wow, yeah, yeah. like create your own spaces kind of thing. Create your own space. Um, So I did Melbourne Comedy Festival, And then uh, later I was chosen to be a part of Fresh, which is Sydney Comedy Festival. Like, they pick, like, the um, upcoming comedians that year. So I did that, and I was able to do Sydney Comedy Festival, which was so much fun. Um, And I feel, yeah, and then that sort of... Then that urged me to do my second show this year. So it was just through these, like, little things, that I feel like if I hadn't made my own opportunities through that, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. I'd just still be waiting for somebody to be, like... Now you can write your own show or now you can go off and do that. But sometimes it just doesn't work that way. So you've just mm. got a... What's the quote that you said? The change that you... No, I Be, can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Be the change you wish to see Be in the, the, the world. Change. Everything
0: you want is on the other side of fear. I climbed that fear wall and you know what? It, there was a show out of it. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And that's really nice to kind of see the realism and the genuine side that, you know, things don't always work out your way you can have that confidence and people can hype you up and be like yep try whatever you want to try which is fantastic but we all suffer from insecurities we all face barriers and you know it's not as simple as it seems but you do have to have that persistence and you have to be willing to create your own spaces and create your own opportunities as well yeah definitely that's very interesting we will get on to some more chats about your comedy life and some more funny stories maybe some more quotes i don't know we'll see more quotes we'll please. see I mean, what comes out I of it them. but up next we have another fantastic australian lady for you guys this is when will it end by angie it also has a very nice spanish title to it but oh. i'm not going to attempt to pronounce it so here <laughs> we go you guys are locked in to the power of she think <laughs> that's all that's all we're gonna say that's all that's all you need to know (laughs) no that was amory with one thing if you didn't know but i'm sure you do know and before that you heard our lovely spanish song which like i say bracket in brackets is called (laughs) when will it end and And the spanish name no (laughs) the spanish name um, You know, sometimes you have to just really understand your strengths in life. And Spanish is not one of mine. So Smooth if you transition. do want to check that song out, you know, yeah, we talk about dealing with self-doubt. You own your doubt. That's you do. what you do, you do. And you realise that certain things aren't your strengths. And pronouncing and strength in Spanish names is not my strength. But like I say, the brackets are there. The brackets do the job. It is in brackets. When will it end? That's all you need to know. See? It. it is, it is. You guys are locked in, hot and heavy, to the power of She, here on Sin, with Jenna, and you can say, say the full names. Let everyone Carissa. hear it in all of its splendour and wonder.
1: <laughs> After we're like, we're just butchering like Spanish names. Um, it's Carissa Bossanakis. That's a bit of a mouthful. We
0: are talking today about your journey getting into comedy. Stepping into a predominantly male space and dealing with personal insecurity. Towards your perceptions of your own talent and, you know, not believing in yourself or how how you got to believing in yourself and creating your own opportunities and creating your own spaces. So we talked before about your journey, about how you went from doing your first very successful um
1: well not so raw. <laughs> <laughs> Train wreck. No,
0: <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't quite going to put it like that, but if that's what you think, I'll, t- I'll
1: say it for you. I'll say what
0: you don't <laughs> need to say. I'll take it from here. But how you got from there to, like you say, writing your own show and ending up at Melbourne Comedy Festival. And at Sydney Comedy Festival as well. Yeah. Because it's been a busy time for you. It's been busy indeed.
1: Yeah. I've been lucky the last few months. It's been very it's been very loud, but yeah, it's been good.
0: What was it like seeing your face all over Melbourne? Because I was saying to this to you earlier, I was like, yeah. I kept seeing you like all around. I was it's- like I-
1: I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologise. at all. other Can't. people might have seen you. Listeners at home might have might well, have seen your face. Well, sometimes it's like because I'm not. No one knows me. I'm not like on. Have you been paying attention or the project? But people will meet yet. me and they're like. Yet? yet, yet. Who knows? <laughs> Waleed, I'm here for you. Um, but yeah, people will be like, oh, I've seen your. Like you look very. Record, like I know your face like did I go to camp with you or like You're just did we missing go to prom- your crown that's all. I'm missing my little yeah my biggie smalls little crown spoke <laughs> but um yeah I don't know it's a weird thing of like during comedy fest it's like posters are everywhere so it's weird when you walk past and people sort of do a double take they're like is that no is it weird walking past yourself it was so weird and it's so gross and I feel like people really get a kick out of looking at their own post-it they're like oh look who it is <laughs> it's oh my me. god it's the me but for <laughs> me i was like this is so gross and just i don't know it's weird it's a weird thing it's but, weird Yeah. but
0: to talk more about that show that you
1: wrote do you want to do you want to tell people listening at home a bit about it about about the show yeah well the most recent one that i did um it was called. It had two names. So in Sydney, because the applications due really early, so you call it a name and then you end up later changing it. But I did uh, in Melbourne. It was called Paquito. So it was all about. Um, I went travelling last year with one of my best friends. We went. We went to the states. Uh, we went to Mexico and we went to Cuba. Uh, and the trip was amazing. Although when we went to Cuba, we almost got abducted, oh. uh, which is always as you nice, do. is you know? always, always good. nice. It's character building. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we almost got abducted. Uh, so the show was sort of the basis of the show revolved around that. But I used that story as a gateway to delve into more like personal stories. I talked about my family a little bit, which they weren't like that psyched about. But yeah. Oh really? But, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was interesting. It's always interesting when you're sort of ripping on people and they come watch the show. You're like, oh, ooh, ooh. I should have had a separate show for when you're in the audience. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, f- I don't know if this is evident for you, um, in comedy. But I found this in radio that sometimes it's actually weird how it's easier to open up and talk to a bunch of people that you do not you know at know. all do you than find it that is, it's a lot yeah, easier yeah, yeah like I, I, I love coming here chatting to the lovely listeners and it's just so different that I feel so much more comfortable talking to you know this huge group of people yeah.
1: than you do literally to some of your closest friends do you find that at all with comedy? Oh, yeah 100% I mean I think you hit the nail on the head it's always I don't like performing in front of people I know because they have this idea of you they know who you are And they know like where some of the stories, the people behind the story. So I feel like when you perform in front of people, you know, it's always quite intimidating. I much prefer to perform in front of strangers. It's a lot easier. And they also have like a fresh take. Like they don't know who you are. They don't know what you're about. So there's no sort of preconceived notions going in. They're just like, right, just they want to laugh. They don't care about, you know, the backstory of it. Yeah, I think that's so odd
0: because people often try to step into these spaces. Mm. That's what scares them the most. Yeah, They think that, oh, performing in front of strangers, strangers. or talking to strangers is going to be the worst part. Yeah. But yeah, actually, that's so interesting you to realise that you find the same... That it's
1: oh, actually it's terrible, yeah. so
0: much easier to talk to people that you don't know than do you to actually like when talk friends, to
1: friends. When friends are like, "Oh, can I look you up on like Spotify? Can I listen to your podcast?" Oh podcasts? my god! What, like, do you do you
0: cringe? <laughs> literally. And then I I just want to ask you in like off the back of that, and you know your family reacting to your show. How do you kind of deal with people's perceptions of what you do and mm. people looking at you thinking, oh, why, sh- why does she want to do that? Like, what does she want to do that for? Like, we kind of spoke about this uncomfortableness mm. of people's reactions to what we do. And I just kind of want to know how important that is for you. Mm. Have you got to a stage where you completely just don't care what people think? Or is
1: that something that affected you in the past at all? Um, Well, I think, I don't know, when it comes to people that I know, I get like a a lot of questions about it because it is like a weird, I don't know if you get this with your friends, but it's like, yeah, anytime you do something that's maybe, it's it's a little bit different. Not a lot of people do it. So you'll get a lot of questions, which, you know, is totally fine. But I think, yeah, you do get a little bit of judgment of like, (laughs) what is that all about? Mm. Um, But yeah, for the most part, I really, I don't really care what people have to say people that I know I know like it's great that some people want to be supportive and I'm so thankful that I do have very supportive friends but when it comes to judgmental people and they're like oh my god what is that about what are you doing I I don't really have time for it to be honest like yeah Is that something that you've always had or you always felt or is that
0: something that you had to develop and to get to that place? Yeah,
1: well, in the beginning, I I mean, I didn't really tell a lot of people that I was doing stand-up, so no one really knew and I think that that was sort of a way to avoid people knowing, not having judgment. Um, But, yeah, once people came to see me, once I was doing the comedy fest and things like that, and you have to promote it on social media forums, which is a necessary evil... Um yeah, and I I, and I mean it's 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 something that you have to do and you do get a lot of people asking questions and you do get the eye rolls or like you know people judging you, but you're like, I don't really give a shit. And it, it was funny because I was talking to one of my friends um, Sarah Brooke, give her a shout out. So she's doing a little bit of radio work and she uh, wanted to promote a bit of her, Uh, her radio show on Instagram and she was like oh I don't really know what to do like I feel a little bit too exposed you know I don't want people to judge me or get annoyed that I'm posting on social media and she asked me she was like do you think people are gonna get gonna get annoyed at me and I was like well look probably but you know people are gonna be annoyed at everything so just do whatever you want to do you
0: know no I think that is so important and you know sometimes you really do have to push yeah. your, your own, like... Wheelbarrow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> I mean, wheelbarrow. I wasn't quite where I was going, but i was I'll, right I'll there. That. I'm so sorry, I had to take it. <laughs> you were gearing up to say something really nice and then <laughs> I just conduced <laughs> it to such a dumb thought. You
0: do have to have the kind of belief in mm. what you do and sometimes you do have to be your own promoter. Like, we, we all have to start mm. from somewhere. And I think definitely I can totally relate with you that when you start anything different... When you try and do something that's a bit, you know, out there. It's a bit and, of a curveball, yeah. Yeah, and you do kind of keep it private for a while. And then you get to a stage where yeah. you do need to promote something because actually nobody is going to promote it for you. I know, yeah. And in order to be successful, you have to just put yourself out there. And yeah, people might get annoyed by you, <laughs> mm. but... You know, you have to realise that nobody is forced to follow you. Nobody exactly. is forced to view your social media.
1: Just block me, please.
0: Well, yeah, so if they unfollow you, it's kind of you have to be sure that you don't hmm. take that to personally, heart. Yeah. Take it personally because, you know, like th- I've
1: certainly found this, like they're not the right people to well, yeah. be viewing your life. It's just, it's you your have fun. a lot of like in- influencers following you hoping that you'll you'll follow them back and you're like well, oh you no,
0: know, yeah. You know, what's
1: <laughs> happening here? <laughs> But no, yeah, but it
0: is. It is definitely. Did you find that
1: hard in the beginning, like promoting yourself on social? Because I love your content. Like I live for your content. The rap battle. Like I thought. I just think it's so entertaining. Thank you. But did you find like initially it was sort of hard to promote yourself on social media? And
0: oh, one hundred percent. Because I think that push that wheelbarrow. <laughs> push
1: that but wheelbarrow. we're talking
0: about insecurities here, and we're talking about having self-belief. Mm. And I think that it's something that really does become so evident because I think as young women in general, we care so much more about how we perception, yeah, and putting ourselves out there and being like, nope, this is what I like. It's kind mm-hmm. of like you have to just be quiet and, you know, it's hard to step up and get yeah. like, this one I'm
1: interested in. Because you're putting lovely. yourself out there to be rejected, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that and that's a, something And women, we're not taught to deal no, with f- rejection well. Eliza Schlesinger has this great joke. She's like, when it comes to governing our own bodies and equal pay parity, we're great. But when it comes to perception and being rejected in that field, we have trouble with that because we're not like we are used to it. But it's just, yeah, we get judged on so many different things. You
0: know, uh, it's so true. It is so true. And I think that definitely trying to promote yourself and trying to really make that like what you're trying to pursue happen. That that middle gap that we're talking mm. about from your first show to being at the company festival, like, even it's really hard to kind of blow your own trumpet a little bit. Like, you're not really, yeah. it's not it's not saying, Oh, I think I'm amazing or I think I'm fantastic, it's just having belief in what you do exactly, and being yeah. passionate about what you do. And sometimes you have to push yourself out there mm. and you have to create your own spaces like you did, you have to really kind of create your own opportunities yeah and promote your own stuff because, yeah. like I say, nobody else is going to promote it for you. Really, well, that's the
1: thing. It's like, well, everyone does it. Everyone in you know, in the entertainment, performing arts, radio, t- like they all do it. It's just, a, it's just a part of the job, essentially. Yeah. And now that everything's on social media, it's like there's a whole industry, whole business on there. Ooh.
0: We will get to looking yes. at other people around you because <laughs> I thought that's another topic that I really want to touch on with you in terms of your experience of looking at other people achieving and comparing yourself to other people. But we have some. More music Ooh. to jump into. So, up next we have, because you know, we are all the MVP. <laughs> this is Mary J. Blige, oh. the MVP, by none other than Mary J. Blige. <laughs> so, you guys are locked in to the power of she. Stay tuned for more chats and more fantastic female tracks. That was the beautiful, beautiful sounds of Stay True by Mariba. I absolutely love that track. And before that, you guys heard a bit of Mary J. Blige just carrying her own wheelbarrow, we're going to say. No, it's pushing. Pushing her own wheelbarrow, okay. Sorry, (laughs) pushing her own wheelbarrow with MJB to MVP. So. You can what guess you can guess what that track was kind of about if you if you missed it. But you guys are locked <laughs> in to the power of she with myself, Jenna and Carissa. Yes. 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 We are here. We are out here. We're talking about Carissa's life. Experiences you had getting into comedy and becoming a stand-up comic, a very successful stand-up comic, Aww, we will say. Newbie, newbie, newbie. No! To- new on your block. own horn, Take your own trumpet, you know? <laughs> Be comfortable and confident within your talents. So we spoke before about pushing your own wheelbarrow. We did, yeah. And, you know, dealing with self-doubt and really being comfortable with plugging the stuff that you do and not worrying about what other people think of you. And to kind of carry that forward, I wanted to ask you, Carissa, about your experiences is is kind of comparing yourself to other people or comparing Mm. yourself to, even just to other women that are doing other things. Because we've spoken before on previous episodes about, you know, the wonderful uh, attack that is social media. And various other things and other aspects that contribute to the way that we perceive ourselves as young women. And, you know, what goes into our perceptions and the way that we view ourselves. Mm. So I kind of wanted to ask you about, you know in pursuing this career, have you compared yourself to other people that are doing other things? And how have you kind of dealt with that?
1: I guess a little bit. I don't know. I feel... I just feel like inherently, I don't... I don't know. I feel... Although at times I may think that I'm maybe not the most confident, I think I've done a good job at not comparing myself to other people. Yeah. Um. In, in every field. Like, like, whether that be looks, whether that be talent, skill, whatever it is, success... Um, cause I think like, I don't know, it's a weird thing of, we're taught from such a young age, we're conditioned to like, you know, don't compare, everyone's special, everyone gets a gold star, but really it's like we get compared left, right and centre to yeah. everyone, especially women. Of course. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like almost, I think in comedy, like I feel like if I see people just kill it and especially women doing so well and I go see their shows and they're doing such an incredible job, I actually try to, I feel quite without sounding cheesy, but I feel like very inspired and I think, oh, my God, like Mm. she started off where I was or, you know, they were gigging just like me or they performed here or they started out, you know, where I am right now. Yeah. And that, I don't know, if anything, that should give you confidence or just think that you can sort of make it. Do you feel that you sort of compare yourself I don't think that I compare
0: myself personally. Hmm. Like you were saying, not in terms of, like, looks or talent or whatever. I just think it's quite hard... When you see other people getting opportunities yeah. and other people achieving, I'm the kind of person where I think, "Oh, that's fantastic! That's great!" Like, I'm not in o- yeah. I'm not in any way bitter. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm so cool. If anything, <laughs> <laughs> not in any way like bitter about it. But it kind of makes you worry a little bit more about yourself. Oh, some people, course, some yeah. people are outright bitter, and that's not cool. Especially we don't really we like, like that.
1: People your age yeah, or people younger. Yeah. People young-
0: like, it is really difficult that when you see people who are younger than you do. Doing mm. big things you're like, Oh my god, like I wasn't doing that when I was that age yeah. Or when you see people get an opportunity that perhaps you might have really liked. You might think, Oh my god, like yeah. I'm not getting opportunities like that. That is very yeah. So in that sense You know, did you find that difficult at all? Looking at other people who were perhaps really good nine to five jobs, and you were like, "Oh, like damn, like maybe I should have gone down that route." Or people who were even doing really big things in comedy. In comedy,
1: yeah. I mean, I think the thing with comedy, I'm one of the younger. So I'm 22. So I feel like everyone's always a bit older than me. I'm one of the younger ones but yeah I think just in general like when you sort of go on to see your friends get their you know dream nine to five um jobs and stuff and you think oh god like you know they've got this sense of security they've got like a steady paycheck coming in they know what their next job is or they're not they know what their routine is I think that sort of can be quite scary um but then again it's like I I don't want to be doing what they're doing and they probably don't want want to be doing what I'm doing True. so it's yeah but it is hard when you sort of see people especially in your field being really successful it's sort of I think the initial thing is to be like compare why aren't I doing that but then it should also give you confidence and think well crap like we're in the same boat I could see myself doing that in a few years and yeah. if anything that makes it more attainable Yeah, yeah, but it is is hard sort of switching over that mentality of comparing to being like, no, that actually sort of motivates me to go towards that and to work even harder and, Mm. you know, to find motivation in that. I think it's one of those
0: things that as women and young women, we're taught that we have to compete against each other. Yeah. And we're taught that, you know, if somebody else achieves something Mm. or enters a certain space, that's them. Like You're done. There's you're no There's room no for room anybody for you. Else, yeah. yeah, which I think is definitely something that it's really nice to hear you squish that and to yeah. hear you have a different angle to it in terms of you really saying that, if anything, that should mm. be more
1: inspiring because then you have someone you can look up to. And you don't take no for an answer. I think that's your only way to get better Yeah, and to get those opportunities. No, I think but that's it is so really, true. It is really hard, though.
0: It is. It's definitely hard, but I feel like everyone often says this to young people that you know sometimes you have to learn things the hard way yeah but sometimes you actually really do like yeah people listening at home might think "Oh, i've heard that a million times i've heard that a thousand times but i think it really is true like people don't say it for no reason yeah it is true that sometimes you really have to put yourself out there in order to learn yeah but you have to be able to grow from it and you have to think okay yes i put myself out there in that circumstance and then what can i i wasn't successful in yeah. what you know what you might deemed to be successful mm.
1: but there's always there's
0: but always okay positives you can well. take out of that's, it.
1: Yeah, I think we are just taught to idolize success, mm. but people don't realize like if you look at anyone take you know, I don't know anyone who's not successful and they don't work hard and yeah. they haven't failed multiple 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 times. And that's the only way that you get so good at what you do. It's because you've screwed up so many times, you've made such big mistakes. And I think if you take those chances and taking big risks, making mistakes often, and then learning from that, I think that's the only way you're going to get good at what you're doing. Because I think if you play it safe, I mean, you just don't get any better. But I think if you majorly screw up in such a spectacular way, I think that creates the best people. I just think yeah. if you, yeah. Well, it's like even you with your story uh, at the start of the
0: show about your first ever stand-up experience or about the competition you did, you're able to look back on those experiences and you can learn from them. That Mm -hmm. kind of, it either inspires you not to do that again. So you've learned from that and you can be like, yeah, "Yeah, that really wasn't great. So let's make sure that never happens again.
1: And I'm not saying like make a mistake and just continue. But if you walk away and you're like, I know where I screwed up. Exactly. I know what I have to do now. And heck, you probably like will make the same mistakes again. But at least having that awareness of that's not what to do. Or, like, yeah. let's try it this way. I think if you, you know, are constantly trying to get better and, you, you know, you acknowledge that it's okay to screw up, that's the only way to sort of move forward. But, yeah, if I just sort of, you know, did that uh, competition and thought, well you know, well, screw that, I'm not going to do this. I would have never, you know, have gotten to go to Sydney. I would never have been able to do those gigs with, you know, you know, really people that I look up to. And, you know, it's crazy to think that I almost gave up. But, yeah, yeah, from that, it can, you know, it can motivate you to do even better.
0: Do you think it takes a certain level of honesty? And a certain level of really looking at yourself and being like, being able to recognize your mistakes, but taking a learning from them. It's what, like you say, it's one thing to realize, okay, that was that reading go well. Mm. But you really have to be honest with yourself and be like, okay, well, why didn't that go well? Yeah. And what can I take from that? What can I learn from that? And how can I move forwards kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I think... I don't know, I think sort of fear... It does different things to certain people. Either you can become completely paralysed and think, I don't want to do that again. Whatever I... I want to do everything to sort of avoid going down that path again. Or you can just be like, you know what? Stuff it. This is actually quite important to me. I can... I really want to hone in on where I went wrong. And it sort of... It definitely does... You do need that introspection to be like, okay, I need to sort of reflect, not straight away, sometimes it can be a bit painful, but if even if you just have a day and you're like, okay, I've just processed what's happened, I've accepted it, all right, this is where I went wrong, now I'm going to sort of put these things in place to ensure that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah no I think that's definitely very true and ties in perfectly to everything that we've been talking about today Mm. and you mentioned Sydney there you mentioned Melbourne and we spoke about that very first gig what do you feel like is next for you in the future and how do you deal with having that bit of success and being able to push for more kind of thing because I feel
1: like we talked about getting to that kind of like plateau having, yeah sort of having a little bit of you know doing what you like and gaining a bit of momentum and then yeah, it's more really like, easy to sort of plateau yeah that was cool yeah that was fun Yeah, that was a nice memory but how do you push further
0: and go on to the next step and be like okay i've done melbourne comedy festival i've done sydney comedy festival now i've i've written my own show how do you go on to the next step and what really is that kind of next step for you without any cheeky spoilers or like cheeky you know spoiler, spoiler inside, like, inside leaks yeah um, as as much as you can say yeah. kind of yeah what is your motivation for the future where do you want to go next
1: i just want to continue just to do more gigs and doing as much as possible i want to do i want to do brisbane comedy festival uh, i want to do i've never done adelaide fringe before oh. so i sort of want to venture out a little bit outside of melbourne Edinburgh Fringe, um, you know, next next year, maybe. Next year, gala. Um, yeah, I would love <laughs> to do Edinburgh um, one day. I think, I don't know, Edinburgh seems like so intimidating to me because there's all these different shows and it's My dad a did place. Edinburgh. Did he really? What yeah, did he
0: Yeah, Or oh, just a, v- a very small show, but my dad did Edinburgh. Wait, did for he do a comedy for A number of years. He thinks he's funny, yeah.
1: <gasps> what? How did you
0: not reveal this earlier? Oh, well, no, but I think that Daphne venturing overseas would sound like yeah. a really big thing for you.
1: Yeah, one day. I'd love to do it. Um, I think maybe maybe the year after next. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just want to try the festivals in Australia, Brisbane, Adelaide. Um, I think it's much harder to sort of establish yourself overseas. I sort of want to use this as my training ground, you know, do as many gigs as I can, do shows around here and then sort of maybe venture out to... Um, Different places, different countries. I think that that would be cool.
0: What kind of advice would you have, Carissa,
1: for young women who don't have this clear cut plan? I feel like what's worked for me, I think just creating your own opportunities and not waiting for someone to sort of hand you permission. And I think just continue, if you want to get into comedy specifically, just write, just write, just gig. I mean, it sounds. Uh, yeah, just work hard. It's a, a cliche, is a cliche for a reason. I feel like just work hard, just write, just try to do gigs and put yourself out there, and I think that's it. There's no secret at all.
0: Be the change you wish Be to see. Be the change
1: you wish to see. Push your wheelbarrow. <laughs> Everything you want. Everything you want. It's What's on the that? other side of Try to think of a really good inspirational quote. God. There was one um, that I read and it was by, I think it was said by Winston Churchill. It's so simple, but I love it. It's never give in, never give in, never give in. And that's always just stuck in my head. He just had Tourette's. He just kept saying it over and over again. But I just, I don't (laughs) know. I just love that. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, Winston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah."
0: Well, hopefully some young women can carry that forward if they are kind (laughs) of confused as to how to pursue their passions.
1: And no one really knows what they're doing.
0: At true all. No i think one. that's a massive thing exactly. that there are so many people who appear on the outside we spoke no. about not comparing ourselves to other people and not worrying about the opportunities other people are receiving mm. i think that we have to remember that a lot of the things that you see be it social media be it actual real life a lot of the things that you see are perhaps not. It's not the real deal. No, it's the highlight. You wheel. see. Yeah, you see what people want you to see of them. Yeah. So people who are pushing themselves and pursuing things, they might have really, really busted their gut. It might have been through really hard times where they've wanted to give up themselves, where they've not believed in themselves and you're only seeing the come up. You
1: don't see the grind, yeah. You just Yeah, you're only
0: seeing, okay, well they got this fantastic opportunity. I might as well quit now. But you don't see the level Yeah. Everything that they've gone into to try and get to that place and everything to get to that position. And you don't see their own self doubt. You don't see their setbacks and, you know, those kind of things at all. So definitely it's definitely a good a good mm-hmm. piece of advice that so never give up and don't think that you have to have everything laid out mm. i think is is the main thing don't exactly. think that you have to have a major master plan because no. you might have a plan and then just
1: focus on just getting just working hard and just being the best that you can be just work hard i feel like you're laughing at me right now <laughs> i'm not <laughs> laughing just- at you <laughs> so i'm trying not to make an uh, inspirational quote or just like focus on just getting good at it and all that other stuff will just fall into place like i'm still trying to work it out so get hyped
0: from the episode from last season <laughs> if you haven't listened to it you can catch it on spotify and itunes listening to me ali and Larisse trying to hype you guys Lurice. up about passion projects yeah yeah we've got my the, co-worker the, the co-workers spreading the same message Yeah, exactly kind of coming together on the support Look into that episode if you haven't already, and then look into this one and then really process this one. Process And realize, that, yep, you can do whatever you want to do. You can achieve fantastic, wonderful things even if it doesn't seem simple. No. And Just no don't one cares, give up
1: ultimately cuz people are so focused on what they're doing, they're going to miss what you're doing. So True. True. So No one cares.
0: If no one laughs at your jokes <laughs> at your first ever stand-up experience, don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably probably but up next we have a very exciting track actually this track drops today Ooh. it is a brand new new release from the lovely Sydney lady is Chloe Diamond if you don't know check her out on social media check out this track this is Chloe Diamond with receipts
1: In a gotcha Pass on you, yeah
0: Never be the same Won't trust you like I used to, babe Summer Walker there with CPR. We're talking yeah, to self-doubt. the lovely Chrissa. Oh, yes. Hi, by the way. She, she is here. <laughs> we are talking about your experience being in stand-up, being a comedian. And I almost called you a chameleon Chame- there.
1: Being a chameleon of all trades. <laughs> being a chameleon. I believe it's pronounced artiste.
0: <laughs> <laughs> being a comedian and dealing with self-doubt insecurities and a lot of the a lot of the bad things that we face as young women trying to enter certain spaces and particularly trying to push ourselves into the creative industry so that's really been like our chats for today yeah i feel like
1: this has been like a therapy session it's i been know like, i
0: know i was saying I was saying things, to you that I'm like i'm sat here i'm on the show And I'm feeling inspired, so I'm hoping.
1: right back at you, my friend, honestly. Too kind, too Too kind. kind. We were like, we don't know how to be a boss, and I feel like, I don't know, not intentionally, like we were like, oh, you know, be like this, we're going to walk away and feel incredible, but I feel like we we found our way, like we feel
0: like talking through some heavy subjects. That's the whole point, is that, you know, people might not follow the exact same path as you, but listening to your story, I feel like we are so keen to divide ourselves as young women. Mm. To be like, oh, okay, well, this is what we don't have in common. this is what's different, we separate ourselves, we try to compete against each other and the whole point in why I wanted to introduce this second series and to have these discussions on this show was to realise that you know what actually we are the same, Mm. there might be people listening at home, there might be young women listening who really want to get into comedy, who've really found what you had to say inspiring and important or there might be young women at home who want to pursue a totally different avenue but have been able to listen to what you've had to say about the setbacks that you faced and being able to relate it's so important that we yeah. have these discussions that we talk to each other and that we
1: see that we are a lot more similar than we think mm, there's more commonalities there than than differences i find we have more in common we than have more in us. common exactly oh, oh there's another quote there we there go is, there no, is even, i get what you're saying because even listening to you i'm like i feel like we have a very similar mentality of oh thanks. i mean i like to think that i'm similar to you because um, you're just killing it out here but yeah uh, no very too similar. Kind, too too kind. kind um but yeah no it's been so good hearing your perspective and You know, how you've, um, I know you were telling me like in the break, but you were saying that how you came over from the UK and on a whim you found radio and podcasting. And isn't that just like the best thing? You didn't even expect it to be what what you wanted to do.
0: I think the key is to just really tap into what you are passionate about. Mm. Because we talked about this level of self doubt, we talked about this insecurity. But at the end of the day, if you're really passionate about something, you know, the rewards will come from that. It's so much... Just the work.
1: Yeah. You know, you'll actually enjoy the work. I know people always focus on the end result and wanting to be successful, but I don't know, take pride in the unknown and just you don't know what you're going to do and enjoy all the hard work that you're putting into it Like, because that 100%. can be just as fun.
0: Because if the passion is there, you are literally just living life, enjoying yourself. Mm. And then the things that you want will come from it. Whereas if you're pushing yourself to do the nine to five, you really don't want to. Even
1: it if feels the nine to five like you really want. Yeah, that's when it even feels even like when you get paid, it, it feels like a grind. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So be passionate about the things you love. Well, you're obviously going to be Just passionate about the things. Pursue it. Yeah. Pursue the things pursue you love. It. Enjoy your passions. Make good choices, young ladies. <laughs> make good choices <laughs> and make sure you see Chris's rose.
1: Yes. See me next year for Melbourne, Sydney, comedy, wherever. wherever Edinburgh, you're Edinburgh, Edinburgh, got everywhere. At the gala, catch me on um, live at the Apollo. Live at the Apollo, everything in Nan's basement, wherever I can Ooh. perform. Ooh. <laughs> just anywhere. Any anywhere and everywhere. Catch yes. her, catch her on Berg Street. You know, exactly. Catch you, catch, <laughs> microphone outside Flinders. <laughs> Don't laugh. There is a guy who does that. I Have know. I've seen, seen him, him. I've seen him.
0: <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, <What> the- <laughs> on that <laughs> to wrap up the conversations that we've had, they've been very far and wide. They've been been wonderful, been fantastic. We've yeah. we've covered a lot of bases. I feel like anyway, and I feel hopefully, like we say, a lot of young women will be inspired, be it to take up comedy, be it be it to take up radio. Please take up radio. Also, it's a, it's fantastic. Mm. Um, but i think hopefully they will just really be inspired to not be put back by these setbacks to Mm -hmm. not really to not be feel defeated by levels of self-doubt or you know not thinking that they are quite right for things and when they face minor setbacks or even major setbacks just setbacks in general
1: to not be really it's hard to disconnect between like having a, a setback and, and then trying to actually move past that. I think that's, I'm still struggling with that. So if anybody has advice for me, please feel free to slide in my DMs because I honestly, yeah, it's That's an like open invitation into the DMs. I, I feel like I said it and now I want to take it back because I feel like <laughs> it's just going to invite unwanted attention. But no, I, I honestly, I still struggle with that. I think that's just an ongoing thing
0: yeah i think this yeah. this realism is so important to have this opportunity to talk mm. to you and to involve other young women in this discussion i think you're so mm. important because as i say it's so easy to get caught up thinking oh other people have their lives together other people really you know are getting opportunities that i'm not but actually when you sit down and you're able to chat to someone who is either pursuing exactly what you want to pursue or pursuing something, something similar different. in a, Similar yeah. or different, or in, a, be, similar field? in yeah. a similar field, yeah, when you get to chat to them and realize that you know it's not as yeah. simple as it's made out on social media, there are other people who are struggling like you, or even if you do feel like it has been easy for you, fantastic,
1: but the more we I talk to each other to you yeah yeah <laughs> that is a foreign concept. <laughs> But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like recently I've been having more conversations. I feel like, I I don't know, in the beginning I didn't want to ask for any help. I didn't want to hear really any other opinions. I'm like, okay, I've just got this. I need to focus on what I need to do. But as of late, I've been chatting to more people about their experience, even if it's not even in my field, like people like you who are working in radio or, you know, stand up or whatever it may be. And it's just, it's really reassuring to know that people don't know what the hell they're doing and they're just taking it day by day to know
0: true i think that's massive don't be afraid to ask for help help me <laughs> help me that, help that, me this is your this, you're asking for help this now. is my cry for help this is your open call. <laughs> help. help indeed but help each other and don't be afraid to help mm. yourself by even if it's just give yourself some time out even if it's just talk to somebody else
1: yeah fix a tea ooh, ooh. watch some netflix have a chat with your friends see where they're at you know because you'll find, like, people... My friends are hot messes. They need help. No, they,
0: they're, they're all <laughs> You can alright. all be hot messes together. together. But I'll tell you what people can do to help themselves, though. They can lock in to the Power Sheet next week. Yes. Same place and same time for more fantastic inspirational maybe it's not so inspirational just, just More fantastic
1: quotes hopefully.
0: yes please do get in touch with us on our Instagram at the power of she maybe don't slide into Chris's DMs because yeah. she's a busy lady if you have
1: inspirational quotes sure but anything else tag us not yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: okay that's all that's accepted in the DMs
1: yeah just the quotes just, just the quotes just the quotes I live for the quotes
0: <laughs> that is fine but we are going to send the lovely listeners off with a nice little song to wrap up the episode to wrap up everything we have been saying we're gonna listen to love the things you do by pip millet because it is so important to love the things that you do to take pride in the things that you do and to believe in yourself come back next week for another fantastic episode you guys have been listening to the power of she with jenna and chris
1: This was a Sin Media Podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7.
0: Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.